If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle. A gorgeous day, although we're not supposed to talk about the weather anymore. But it's true. It's finally a gorgeous day has happened. Yeah, it's really quite beautiful. Yeah, Eric's cracking up because I said we're not going to talk about the weather anymore, and I've talked more about the weather since I stopped talking about it. <laughs> but isn't that like life? You know? Isn't it? Yes. Right. You stop doing something, right. right? Don't talk about diets, and all you do is think about diets. Isn't that no the truth? No chocolate, right? <laughs> no chocolate, and it's everywhere. Everywhere. And people are bringing it to you. That's right. For those of you who are tu- tuning into our Thursday show. Welcome. We love, love coming on the air. And you've been listening to Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt's voice, who's been talking with Eric and I this afternoon about the gorgeous weather in Seattle. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt is a naturopath celebrated here in the Northwest, who is also a graduate of Bastyr University, taught by Dr. Bastyr. You're so True. lucky. Yes, I was very, very So lucky because he has now passed away and yes. his legacy lives on in his teachings, but you were very lucky to be taught by him. Yeah. Next year is going to be his 100th birthday. Oh, is it yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, so you celebrate it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and so one of the great things that do- about Dr. Sheila is that she also attended um, nursing school, something I we did. have in common. That's right. And it got you on the path of uh, actually through a really interesting circumstances. You were having some discomfort with your menstrual cycle while well, you were in nursing school. I was in nursing school. school. Right. That's right. Yeah. And your mother took you to a doctor because it was really bad. It wasn't like just a little bit of a problem. Right. It was really bad. Right. Right. Yeah. And she drove you... I th- was this in I New was York? in Michigan. In we Michigan. went to Toronto. Mm. He gave me a homeopathic remedy that was back in 1976 or so, uh, which no one knew what a homeopathic was. And my periods got better. And I thought right then, the decisions we make, right? I thought then, wow, I want to do what he does. <laughs> and that actually began the journey. Because you didn't know he was a homeopathic. No, in I fact, didn't know what it meant. When you went to ask your mom about it, she told you, go, you took me to a guy like that? Right, exactly. <laughs> what was that? Right. 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 And so you also do homeopathy, um, and you you have incredible basic science of MDs with, of course, your extensive naturopathic knowledge. And one of the things I love about naturopaths is you really study nutrition. Yes, Right, which is something that unfortunately is not taught in conventional medical you know, school. It shocks me. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't understand because I'm, I, I guess I'm so much in the world of holistic thinking and, you know, and understanding that everything is connected that I just 
cannot understand why a person who has a symptom is just given a drug and we think that that is the appropriate way to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, excuse me, when all of those medications have so many other implications involved. I'm really, I'm really becoming quite jaded when it comes to that. <laughs> it's true. Well, luckily things are changing. I mean, maybe not when we look at conventional medicine, maybe not obvious, you know, changes are happening, but right. people are starting to have more questions about their health. Well, that's the bottom line is that each individual, everyone listening today, including myself and you, we are responsible for our health. We are responsible for our thoughts. We are responsible. And the more we can take responsibility the the more options are open mm-hmm. to us. Oh, God, that's a perfect way to say that more options part. Yes. That's a perfect way to say it. You also um, completed training at the Institute for Functional Medicine. Yeah, I am a functional medical doctor. Wonderful. Yeah. Which trains doctors to diagnose and treat patients with chronic and complex conditions. Right. It's wonderful. So you know how to get down to the core. Well, that's my job is to really look at the whole picture, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and see what is causing the complex of issues that are coming up. Mm. Yeah, it's Mm. fun. It's a puzzle. I see it as a puzzle. And, you know, it's not my job to figure it out. I finally figured that one out, is that together we do it. Right, because you say that when you listen to your patients, just in their normal conversation with you, they tell you a lot about what's going on They are telling me what's going on. Uh And if they're not, their guides are. They are. Their spirit guides oh, are communicating yeah. with you as oh, well. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I know that's true. It's just, I love, it's so refreshing to hear a, a physician, an educated, knowledgeable doctor talk about having a connection to source while they work with their patients. If I didn't, my it would be really hard. It would be a huge <laughs> responsibility on me if I didn't listen to all of the resources that are available. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Th- this morning I was on Facebook and Twitter talking about you and coming on the show. Oh, thanks, Marie. Oh, you're welcome, of course. And I wrote on Facebook that I was going to ask you if you believe that past lives have some sort of effect on our health. Mm. Well, you know, that starts getting overwhelming because if I'm in the room with the patient and then their past lives are in there too, that's really something because already their parents are in there and their siblings, <laughs> right? Um, I, I, yeah. And their husbands and wives oh, and their absolutely. children. Yeah. So um, metaphorically speaking, of course, um, I think that if you have not resolved, if there was some big trauma in the past life, it definitely can be um, moved over and it to be worked through this time around. In the body. In the body. And it mm-hmm. shows up, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fascinating. I just love that. Don't you think? Oh, to- I do. But I just w- wanted to hear your perception I'll about tell you it. what I'm confused about. Maybe you can help me on this one. Because we're born at this time, or we're in our lives at this time, and chemicals, there's so much chemical uh, inter- uh, involvement on the planet. So that's an environmental impact. And I'm wondering how much of this environmental impact... Um, was something that we chose to come in to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, or is just what we have to deal with? Mm-hmm. Well, I do think that we're incredibly powerful beings. We have a pretty good vision of what's going to happen on Earth before we get here, not just personally, but even globally. So I believe we do know. I also have, though, a different thought about chemicals than you do. Okay, you let's know? hear it. Well, I kind of look at microorganisms. They seem to have no problem. It doesn't matter if we nuke part of the world. They still manage to continue to grow and spread and be viable. I think a lot of it has to do with our own thought processes. The belief. I really do. I think that if we believe that chemicals are going to hurt us, then I think we're at more at risk. Granted, if one's immune system is depressed, which also 
comes from negative thoughts and um, lack of love and all, all of those things, then it is harder. I mean, I think the chemicals scream at you more so that you'll start to love yourself more. Right. But I, I think that when we can look at a, a fair amount of people and say that they stay healthy and well, despite being surrounded by cell phone towers and, right. you know, going to gas stations, you know, several times a week or whatever the situation is. Right. I just think that it's also about choices. I think a lot of it has to do that we can al- actually handle a certain amount of toxic load. It just depends. Are, are your thoughts and your feelings more toxic than the environment? Because if, if those are pretty toxic and you're living in an environment that is more challenging, right. then, wow, your toxic load is huge and it's really hard to cope with it. So let me tell you my latest thing that I've been working with. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. The latest thing that I've been working with is seeing um, myself, you, others who come in to see me for my work or for help. I see it as like it's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And each piece of the puzzle is a different aspect. It could be their early childhood trauma. It could be the unconscious uh, messages that they told themselves. It could be the toxins in the environment. It could be the, you know, diet. I mean, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. And the more of those pieces that we are able to clearly see, the more effective we're going to be in, in, in creating the outcome that each person wants. Mm-hmm. And not everyone wants a healthy outcome. True. It's very true. And so for me, it's my goal isn't to, quote, get someone well. My goal is to help uncover the truth about who they are as much as they want to see that truth. I think that's gorgeous. And and it is very true. There are people who are not feeling well or having you know big challenges in their life with their health, and they don't really want to get well. They say they do. They may even work really hard at it. But what I say to people who've done all that, right, that right. what are you going to do when you get well? Because exactly. it's, it's time consuming. Right. You know, it, it's, it can take up your whole day. It can take up your, the rest of your lifetime. And it does. And all of your resources, too, by the way. Right. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Right. And it does. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, imagine if there's something out, out there that uh, and anyone listening who wants to create something and you've had a hard time doing it and you've worked really hard at trying to do that, it doesn't have to be health. It could right. be anything. You know, well, what are you going to do when it happens? Right. Because sometimes that can just be the, the challenge of it can be interesting enough to keep you going and not really receive what it is that you right. think you want. Oftentimes people, myself included, will keep one area of their life in trauma because it keeps them busy and occupied and then they don't have to deal with what they really want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, you know, how many times do, do you hear people say, oh, I really want to lose that 10 pounds? I mean, for the last 20 years, they're trying to lose the 10 <laughs> pounds. Right? It's right. not really that hard to lose the 10 pounds. There's right. no big secret to <laughs> right. it. Um, so life is good. Life good. is good. It's good. fun. It's fun. The puzzles are fascinating. Mm. I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I enjoy supporting people in seeing the truth of who they really are. Great. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, Eric, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and before we take our first break. All right, let's do that. Let's talk to Melinda right now, calling all the way from Hudson, New York. Wow. Great. Hi, Melinda. Hi. Hi, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Of course. What can Sheila do for you? And, of course, I'll give my two cents if needed, but what can she do for you today? Hi, Sheila. Hi. Um, So I basically was living abroad in Berlin for four years. And um, I was in the arts doing publishing. 
And um, I got a series of, um, like, a kidney infection and bronchitis and was just overall drained from the experience. And I came back to the States just three months ago and have gotten, I would consider, really a lot more healthy with acupuncture, herbalist, and changed my diet completely. Great. But exactly what you guys were just talking about is what what are you going to do when you're well? Of course. And initially, um, I thought that I was going to come and get healthy and potentially go towards health as a profession. But as I get healthier, the arts become finally alluring again. Mm. And um, I guess I'm calling for some type of direction because I've gotten to this stage now and um, just started taking Shakespeare classes, just out of, which means, means that, um, that I'm going somewhere. But uh-huh. uh, I was wondering um, if I could get some advice from you. <clears throat> well, um, I'm Sheila, of course, and Maria will put in her, her sense, but I, I told Maria I wanted to talk to you first because yeah. kidney and bronch and lung have to do with um, a lot of fear, right? So um, uh, fear, 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 fear. So when I'm, even when I'm hearing you talk, I'm thinking, hmm, what's the, is there? I don't want to assume that there is a fear and you may not even be conscious of it, but there, it feels like there's some energy for you around doing what you really want to do and that there may be some questioning of it or fear of it like are you going to be okay doing it are you good enough is it really what you want do you have any energy around that i mean that's probably where it's fully concentrated yeah where do you think it comes from um well i guess initially i thought i was a painter and then i moved into publishing probably precisely for that reason and that is not sustainable, but it might be financially sustainable, but right. I really want to be doing something akin to painting, but I'm not quite sure that's the medium. Right. So when you said I was a painter, I immediately heard, no, you are a painter. You are an artist. That is who you are. And whatever you do in your life, and however it manifests, it's an expressive form. You are an expressive form. It is who you are. And it's really about owning it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, creating wealth is is a, an energy. It truly is an it's energy. It's another energy, isn't yeah. It? And and so we have this idea in our society about what we can do to create money. Um, but you and I both know that you can have unusual or extraordinary careers, even creative ones, and make great money. Right. Right. And it's and so we can look at people, people who do the same job I do, people who do the same job you do, and they may not have the financial success that we've been able to create in our jobs. But we know that it's about energy. It's it's not because someone's better or worse than another person. Right. It really is because we are comfortable with receiving it and taking it in. And we believe that it's good for us and it's good for everyone else. It allows us to also um, give back when, whenever we wish to, which is really lovely. And we're doing something that we really love doing. And that we love, right. We're happy with it. Right. If you are doing um, graphic design and it is not your joy and your happiness, whether you have money or not, it's not right for you. Mm-hmm. It's true. Right. And you know, Melinda... That's interesting. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was, I was just going to say that um, it's the, the conversation that led up to this is quite... Um, great because one of the things that uh, drew me away from painting was precisely the chemical. Oh, interesting. And so I thought I was becoming less healthy because it was affecting my brain, essentially. <laughs> wow. And 
and um, and so then I started going into external fields that could, you know, celebrate art but not necessarily be affected by. Mm. Interesting. So then I thought I should be looking for other mediums, but then I just went into public. Mm-hmm. I think that when you paint, regardless of whether you use oils or acrylics or water color, that you're bringing forth an energy that's very deep inside you that may even be past life. And that it's important for you to bring that forth and bring it through your body as an expressive um, release. Mm-hmm. And I want to congratulate you on getting to this place of health that you're at right now. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you because I know it takes hard work. I think that's amazing. And just like house paint, we can take the toxins out, you know, because I just um, made arrangements to have the whole inside of my house painted. <laughs> yeah, she lives been on my case about that uh, and in a nice way, by the way. VOC. Yeah. Without the toxic <laughs> right. chemicals. So you, and, and of course, I asked the man who's going to paint my house. He goes, absolutely. That's how he'll order them. And so I'm wondering if the paints that you use in art could also have some toxins taken out of it, which is just healthy anyway. If it's going to hang in someone's home forever and ever, why not have it be as less toxic as possible? But I think when we get in, you know, anything we're into autoimmune, it's about self-love. And maybe you were actually moving into the height of some really incredible creative energy and you got scared. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm seeing when I look at it. And so when you look at resources, here's an exercise for you, because it shouldn't matter what we do. Yes, doing what we love um, actually can create more resources. But we have this weird belief, at least in American culture, that you can't be happy at work. You know, we just have this weird belief that you have to just work hard and be stressed out. In this country, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and so what you want to do is recognize that receiving is not something you have to do do anything about. It's a passive experience. It's about sensing your value and your worth and allowing the universe to give to you in any way possible. Because what if you win the lottery tomorrow and you get to be an artist the rest of your life or you somehow invest in the stock market in some incredible way and you get to be an artist or you sell your pieces. People love them and they sell for thousands and thousands of dollars. It doesn't really matter how it comes to you. You just want to let the universe give to you in every way possible. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. Con- congratulations. I think you're on the right track, obviously. Great. That's wonderful to hear. <laughs> I think what you're hearing from both of us is a lot of support for you to move in the direction that you've already been in. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much, you guys. That was okay. wonderful. Hang in. Yeah. Have a great day in New York. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It is Thursday, and I'm interviewing and talking to Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, one of my favorite people in the world. I mean, really, I just adore you anyway. Even if you weren't a naturopath, I would totally adore you. But I love holistic medicine. My heart has always been there. So to have you in the studio today and taking people's calls and giving them great, sound, healthy advice is lovely. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm here to introduce Nicole Wayne, an acupuncturist and intuitive healer in the Seattle area. As an intuitive, she is able to balance the human energy system and relieve symptoms of disease by combining acupuncture and Reiki. It is her greatest pleasure to help you understand your body, empower you in the process of healing, and help you return to a state of ease. Her website is NicoleWayne.com. 
That's Wayne without the Y. She can also be reached by phone at 206-979-6937. Thank you and have a beautiful day. Join Marie once a quarter in 2011 for her new Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality and how to reawaken yourself from the dreamlike state where most of us humans reside. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Upcoming Stepping into Consciousness classes will be held on August 18th and October 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Hello, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist who helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelai Spiegelman. I'm an energy healer that helps people change their minds by changing their energy. Together, we are the Soul Sirens of Seattle, sending out the call for you to remember and awaken the wisdom of your soul. Tune in on Monday afternoons at 4 o'clock here on Alternative Talk 1150. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle, and I have with me today Dr. Sheila Denmerich. She's a naturopath, very educated, well-known in the area. How long? You've been in practice for 25 years? No, 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 28. Oh, my gosh. Almost 30. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time. Yeah, it oh, is. That's a long time. So if you have a question and you'd like to uh, have the advice of an expert, Eric, what phone numbers can they use? They can use 425 373 Five five two seven. That number again, 425-373-5527 or toll free, 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. I think one of the, thank you so much, Eric. I think one of the things we can talk about today too is what does holistic medicine mean? You and I know what it means. Of course. Yeah. And I was raised with, you know, so holistic. Right, right. With that holistic. So to me, right. it's like a no brainer. Right. And and I and like how you um, get frustrated that doctors don't know nutrition. It shocks me. It is shocking because it's so obvious. <laughs> right, it's so obvious. And I think the general public though doesn't really understand that. They don't realize that conventional physicians aren't aren't required to study nutrition. They maybe take a week or a three week course while in medical school. I think what has happened is that for the most part, people have given up. Generally speaking, have given their power up. To the first when they're you know they're more little it's to mm-hmm. our parents and then our teachers and then beliefs that we receive from the television and from movies and then our doctors and we generally not the people that you and I pretty right. much see but in general people have given up their power and this whole lesson on planet Earth is about you know trusting awakening within bringing your power back into your own source. 
And one of the things that I see that I do as a naturopath and as a healer is to support people, listen to themselves, to support people within their own structures to know their own truth. And holistic is looking at not only the presenting symptom, because a symptom is just that, a guiding post. Right. It isn't the cause. Right. Holistic goes from that symptom to, to look at all of the beautiful landscape beneath, to uncover, rediscover, to find the simple truths of what's going on. Not only for the symptom, but also for what I'm going to call um, health. Right. Lasting health. Lasting health. And health isn't just, you know, I feel good, but I, I want to tell you a quick story. Okay. Okay. So there was this woman, and she has a little girl, and they, the little girl had a fish, and the fish died. So the mommy wanted to flush the fish down the toilet real quick and run out and get a brand new fish so the little girl wouldn't know that the fish died. And her friend, the mother's friend, said, no, 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 don't do that. Everything has a right to sing its own life song and its own death song. Mm. And that's a, t- a lesson for the te- for the child, but it's also a teaching for us that each of us has our own life song. And my job isn't to put what my, I think the song should be on another person. My job is to help the other person uncover and discover what is their true song, what is their path, whether it's in a physical realm, emotional, or spiritual. I just think that's gorgeous and so completely true. Eric, why don't we go to the phone lines right now Thanks, and see what, you're welcome oh. and see what our callers have to say. All that's right. beautiful. Let's check in with Julie in Shoreline. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking my call. I have a friend who, uh, a really close friend, who was diagnosed with Reiter's disease, an autoimmune arthritic disease uh-huh. that I guess uh, attacks um, larger joints, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's attacking the uh, area of the sacroiliac. And they they want to prescribe, um, uh, um, you know, taking Advil and that, which is fine, but, but some other things, if that doesn't work. And I was just wondering if you could give me any insight of other things that might, that might work to help with this disease. So whenever we hear autoimmune, that means that the body, our immune system is dysregulated and it's attacking itself. When an immune system is doing that, it's a whole cascade of events. That symptom is the, is the end point of a whole series of issues that was going on far, far before. And as Maria's taught and I talked about earlier, may not even be from this life, but we're dealing with it in this life. So rather than to just use a drug, I I would use something to help reduce the inflammation to get her out of the pain or him out of the pain. But we want to look at the immune system and how to start um, self-regulating it again, because it it doesn't just break. Um, You can fix something that has broken down. The immune system starts in the intestinal tract. And so that's where we begin. That's usually where I begin. It would be looking at what is she taking in, not only physically, but also what is she taking in in terms of her thoughts that was attacking on her physical body. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of natural substances that are used, but that's a little later down the road. At first, we want to go to the cause of what happened to break that immune um, messaging system. 
and you know what? I just love what you said about how it can be fixed because, um, Julie, what happens with conventional physicians is because they don't understand the aspect yet. I mean, they're smart enough. They're intelligent people, obviously, but they don't understand that um, using drugs that hide symptoms, because that's what they right. do, it actually represses the immune system. That's exactly right. right. So literally like things like steroids, and there are many drugs that we use for um, arthritis, um, actually quite toxic drugs. I've given right. a, a fair share of them myself to patients, and um, and they actually break down the immune system even further. Right. And that's how conventional medicine approaches autoimmune at this point in time. So um, It's like making peace through war. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. doesn't really work. Um, One of the things that I, was, that, uh, that I yeah. was thinking when I first heard about this was that, you know, I know that the immune system, you know, I've listened to you enough to know that it starts in the gut. So I was wondering if like taking probiotics and prebiotics would help and, and well, maybe I'm, I'm some kinda... of the, um, um, you know, oh, what am I thinking of, the herbs and that kind of thing to help boost your immune system. Right. Boswellia, vitamin D, curcumin. I'm not the, I'm the kind of doctor where I just don't throw things at a person or, you know, figuratively, that is. Um, I rather really know what's going on. So before I would give pre and post, um, prebiotics or probiotics, I would really look and test to see if that person needs it. Sometimes I'll muscle test. Sometimes I, I um, stool analysis. Um, but with uh, autoimmune, it is very comprehensive. It's not just one size fits all. It's not just one substance will help because everyone is so bioindividual. The reason why the sacroiliac joint, which is in the low back, you know, that's your foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's a real core place. So mm-hmm. I even go there emotionally. I go there psychically. I'll go there physically to see what is going on with that person that they're not feeling that they can stand up in this world. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And wow. A, you know, that sounds... I, I'm does that sound great? Oh, absolutely. seeing you because I just, just, that just... That just makes so much sense to me. So on an energetic level, rheumatoid arthritis or any forms of um, arthritic pain, because it actually comes from the root chakra, because the root affects all the bones in the body, all the joints, all your bone marrow. And it's about not letting go of the past. So that's one thing that people can start to do if they have degenerative joint disease or arthritis is to really work on letting go of the past because we can't change it. And so what happens is the joints get tight when you don't let go. And then they reduce their flexibility. And then in some people, they may have re- reduction of synovial fluid, which is, you know, part of the arthritic pattern. Um, and, of course, healing the gut. I keep hearing, though, um, for your friend, which is a woman. Is that true? No, it's a man. Oh, you were right. So Sheila thought it was a man. Um, is that uh, if they could stop eating wheat. I know that th- they would need lots of diagnostic and all of those things. But I keep hearing Wheat, 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 wheat. Um, I trust Marie's voices. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, yeah. Oh, love wow. those voices. And even, even though this is a man, he must be really sensitive and have a lot of feminine energy because he comes across as a female for me. He is very, very sensitive and very um, in tune with his feelings, and he's very open with sharing his feelings. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what you just said makes a lot of sense, too. I'm going to see if I can talk him into uh 
coming yeah. in and seeing Sheila because I don't like the direction they're going to send him with the steroids. I agree. So. And I, I, this is like a turning point for him. That's why getting his immune system healthy through really understanding what's going on in his body and spending time with a practitioner like Sheila who will listen to him, which is, yeah. I think, a big part of healing is for having someone who's knowledgeable and wise and who cares to really listen to someone's story. Right. So important. You know what the challenges Mm. that I find, Marie, is because I totally agree about letting go, but a lot of people aren't even aware of what they need to let go of. Right. (laughs) Good point. Hello. That is extraordinary. Yeah, good point. That's an excellent point. Well, I'm sure that Sheila will be thrilled to meet your um, male friend, and we wish him incredible health and healing and everything that he does. Julie, he's got a good friend in you. Aww. Oh, I, I really do. Thank yeah. you so much. I, I appreciate both of you, and I'll, I'll, I'll get him in there. <laughs> have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Eric, who do we have now? Now let's talk to Marcia in Seattle. Hi, Marcia. How are Hello. you? Oh, I'm, I'm great. How are you two? Oh, we're great. I'm, I'm hanging with Marie. It's fun. Right? It is great. <laughs> okay, here's the scoop, guys. Um, I turned 60 this year. Wow. Happy birthday. Congratulations. Awesome, but on the other side of it, um, I see some changes, and of course you get input from friends going, oh, you need to do this hormone therapy, blah, 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 blah. And here's what I see. Um, you know, this more skin dryness, vaginal dryness, foggy brain, lower energy, sleep. Eh, well, I've always had sort of challenges to sleep after having children. So I don't know if you can even put that one in the mix. But <laughs> So I guess the question is, what is your philosophy or what do you think of, uh, even if it's a natural hormonal supplement or something, what, what do you do on that? That's such a big picture. Okay, so um, <sighs> not one size fits all. Yeah. So I am not married to everyone being on hormones. And, of course, I use natural hormones for some people. And there's a lot of variables which will determine whether or not it's appropriate for you. And one of the major variables is how long have you been menopausal for? Um, About five years. And so what the studies have said that if you've been menopausal for more than five years, it's not recommended to start hormone replacement therapy at that point because you've been out far enough that if you started, it's almost like starting a brush fire because it's so dry to, I mean, literally, but more figuratively. And so what I would do is start to look at what each individual symptom is and how we could address that using other means. Um, That being said, some women do feel quite miserable. And so what I also offer is you can do a blood test that tells uh, estrogen is broken down into three different types of um, of uh, three different metabolites. And one of the metabolites um, is more toxic than the others. And so I like to find out what how you break down estrogen. If you break it down more toxically, then I tend to not want to use estrogen, even if it's natural. So to answer your question, long answer short, it is uh, dependent on each person as to whether it's appropriate for you to be on hormones or not. Mm, interesting. Um And I'm going to ask, um, this is for you too, Marcia, but I'm asking a question. I interviewed last week um, Sue Frederick. She wrote the book, I Can See Your Dream Job. Cool. Yeah, it's really great. She's going to be back on on September 1st. And she said that when you turn 60, it's like you're 10. She says at 50, you, you get this rebirth of life, this new life. 
where you, maybe your children are gone or you're coming to the end of a career that maybe you didn't like. And at 60, you're 10. So I'm just curious, what are the hormones like when you're 10 years old? They're not a lot of them. Oh, interesting. Ah. They're, they're, the hormones usually start kicking in, um, you know, at 12, 13 years old, starting earlier nowadays. Right. But in terms of so estrogen. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? You sound young. Yeah, you do. You sound really young. Well, and I feel young. And, and I've uh. just gone through these last few years, like we all have, all kinds of things um, that have letting go and, and rebirthing, if you will. And so this is a... Um, you know, they they call that the Renaissance. This is a Renaissance period for me too. Beautiful. It's just I just want to have more. You know what I mean? More mm. um, substance and energy wise. More vitality. Well, there may be other things going on than just I we don't have so. to pin it all on the estrogen. I, you I, know, if you live in Seattle, which it looks like you do, yeah. then um, we may want to look at vitamin D. You might want to look at your diet. You might want to look at how well you're absorbing foods. You might want to look at thyroid. How well are you sleeping? I mean, there's so much to look at. It's oh, not yes. just a one size, you know, one thing. Well, I think uh, this calls for a visit with uh, with you. That's for sure. Thank you. No, well, thank take you. care of yourself. It was really lovely to hear you. You'll be seeing me. Take care. Oh, wonderful. Have a wonderful day, Marcia. <laughs> and you. And you're 12, you said, because you're 62. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I'm 60. But okay, so I'm... you're 10. You're oh, only 10. Oh. Yeah. Happy oh, birthday. I'm going to go roller skating. See you guys later. Okay. So <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. I so, bet you she is going to go roller she skating. She is. Yeah, she really oh, is. I love yeah. That. I love it, too. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we are interviewing Dr. Sheila Dunmerit. We'll be right back. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Hi, I'm here to introduce Nicole Wayne, an acupuncturist and intuitive healer in the Seattle area. As an intuitive, she is able to balance the human energy system and relieve symptoms of disease by combining acupuncture and Reiki. It is her greatest pleasure to help you understand your body, empower you in the process of healing, and help you return to a state of ease. Her website is NicoleWayne.com. That's Wayne without the Y. She can also be reached by phone at 206 206- Nine seven nine six nine three seven. Thank you, and have a beautiful day. Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10. Good gab, great guest. It's all about the art of dynamic living, shared by celebrated people from all walks of life, many with a claim to fame. Then at 11, the Gary Mance Show, two hours of mastery and mystery from transformational teachers that show you how to get to where you want to go in life to lively discussions of the world's most perplexing paranormal phenomena. That's Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10, followed by the Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific on Alternative Talk, 1150. Become a Reiki master the weekend of September 9th through the 11th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. 
Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You'll receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com for more details. You listen to us. Now we want to hear from you. We're ready to listen as you tell us about yourself, the radio programs you love and your likes and dislikes. All you have to do is log on to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com and fill out the 2011 Alternative Talk listener survey. As a thank you, you will be entered to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C., including transportation, lodging, and continental champagne breakfast. Log on to 1150kknw.com w.com because we're listening contest rules and details online at 1150 kknw.com open your ears open your heart open your mind alternative talk 1150 a.m and welcome back to the marie menu cherry show we are live here in seattle i just wanted to put out a reminder that if you go to my website and you sign up for the newsletter if you're the 10th or the 20th or the 30th or the 40th you kind of get my drift person to sign up, you get two free tickets to my next Stepping into Consciousness class, which will be August 18th. It's a Thursday coming up. So uh, go ahead and sign up. Where is the class? At the Redmond Town City Marriott. If I sign up, do I get it too? You're not signed up on my newsletter. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course you could. You know, you, you could do all kinds of interesting, but yeah, you are already signed up. Yes. <laughs> and of course that They're was... good newsletters. Oh, thank you. I love you. them. I love the, the letters that people write you and your responses Yes, and stuff. right. Yes. You're very good at that. Oh, thank you. You are so sweet. I don't know how you do everything you do. I, you know, I, I, get, I know how you do. You it, do, actually. yeah. You love it. I do. I love it. That's I, not you do. I absolutely. Well, and you look at all you do. Oh my gosh! Like when we were teaching together, yeah. you would just write down and picked all the pictures for the slideshows and everything. I mean, fun. I did nothing. I just showed Aww. up. You worked so hard. You Aww. really did. No. Oh. Right. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Eric. So could you go to the, um, the phone lines, please, and let us know who's waiting for us? You bet. Let's talk to Sarah in Federal Way. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Oh, hi. Um, I'm calling about my mom, um, who's elderly, and she has been on generic Prilosec for three, about three and a half years, and now the doctor is considering taking her off of it, mm-hmm. cold turkey, mm-hmm. depending on what her blood tests are. And I'm kind of concerned about, A, I didn't like the fact that she was on it for three years, mm-hmm. and now I'm con- concerned about it being cut off cold turkey. Right. You're right. You were right on both. Oh, yeah, really? I'm sorry? How old is she? Oh, she's 92. Yeah. Why do they want to take her off? I think... She has a bacterial infection because she was on it for so long? Um, No, what they're doing, what he's saying is depending on what her blood test results were, I guess originally she was kind of anemic, low sodium, and they couldn't find, and they, she had blood in her stools. I'm not sure. No, that is just so interesting because that drug doesn't take care of any of those no, things. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does not. Right. And it is a chronically prescribed drug. Right. Of course, yeah. you can buy variations of it over the counter. Right, right. And, you know, and one of the negative things about it is what you alluded to, of course, is that it decreases hydrochloric acid in right. the stomach, which leaves you at risk for infection right. and even stomach cancer because right. you need the hydrochloric acid to kill bacteria and germs. Uh-huh. So it's interesting how, you know, I don't know why they prescribe that drug. It's so irritating <laughs> because they want to stop the symptom of, um, oh. of ga- uh, 
acid reflux. Right. Which right. could be from food allergy, you know. True, not, true. Not enough hydrochloric acid. Right. Right. Yeah. So how about um, her mom taking like digestive enzymes, like plant enzymes? I think that when your body, when you're older Mm -hmm. at at that age, I mean, in the 90s, she gets quite used to the drug. Her body can get used to the drug. And so then when they just pull her off of it, her body doesn't even know how to digest very well. And I don't know her. So I'm I'm a little cautious about digestion. Um, uh, diagnosing for her and making suggestions, I think that you're cautious about yeah, your, I'm your concerns about it is correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, first, I, I mean, as you're explaining this to me, Sheila, right. I understand what you're saying. Of course, you absorb less when we're elderly, right. elderly, and you know, Prilosec will help her digest the food better, right. so she can absorb it. So, Sarah, good job! Wow. Right. So then, what do you what do you suggest? Well, I would look at the blood work and. I, Intuitively, I think she needs B12 injections, to be uh, really, really honest oh. with you. But um, I would, instead of going off, I might cut it in half, watch and see what her response is to that. And then if while you're cutting it in half, then I might add in a good probiotic and see, you know, very slowly. It's all slow. It's not one, two, three, cut off. It, or it might be every other day. And then add a probiotic on the day that she's not taking it. That's adding back in some good bacteria. Um, but the whole question is, is what were her symptoms that led to her having to be on the medication mm-hmm. in the first place? I know. I'm so curious. I want her chart, which, of course, is illegal. I can't look at it. <laughs> but I'm just so curious, you know, that right. that's a very interesting drug choice for the symptoms that you um, reported. Very interesting. Um, well, I do. she was in the hospital, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And so I think, right. you know, that's. I know That's and, what they did and kicked her out and she went to a nursing home and right generation RX you know <laughs> give a drug well you know it's so interesting about what you just said too because that is common um, and instead of not prescribing because I know Sheila if she doesn't know what's wrong with you she's not going to prescribe something That's to right. you like why would I do that right it's kind of like wow if you don't know what plants to put in your garden you just don't go to the garden store and buy everything right you know you wait till you figure out what's going to work for what's you what's appropriate right yeah, yeah so that's a fascinating part of medicine that I think is also sad about medicine. So I want to bless your mother. And she's a very lucky woman that she has you looking out for her. Um, Usually elderly people do need B12, and Mm -hmm. it does help with um, absorbing other nutrients. And often, particularly if you're in a nursing home, um, it's good for you to take vitamin D. I would take it in a liquid form. Make sure that the doctor tests her first. It will perk her up and give her some energy will not hurt to use a good probiotic. Perhaps you can put it in a little protein drink for her to have. Mm-hmm. Um, she's living in an assisted living facility, mm. so I need to find a doctor that will prescribe this so that they will follow the doctor's orders. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, Sheila, you might be able to recommend, if they call your office, if Sarah calls your office, is there a physician you could recommend for the, and where is it? Lo- where is she located? She's in Renton. Absolutely. And she's on Medicare, and I just apply for Medicaid for her. Mm. So the money situation's a little bit. Sure, yeah. It's so, I know, you know, it's challenging, isn't it? Particularly yeah. these days. It's mm-hmm. really interesting, the stories we're hearing and the challenges that people are having out there. I just feel so grateful that um, we have people like Marie who mm-hmm. are willing to put herself out and talk to people to help them empower themselves. 
Well, and thank you, Sarah. Your mom, like Sheila said, is so lucky to have you because I can tell how much you love her. Oh, so she's so lucky to have you. And, and you know, for, she's doing great for 92. She really is. Oh, great. She really is. So um, congratulations to all of you. And, and, you know, we just wish her long, incredible health as long as she's here. Okay. Thank you so Take much. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think this that's a great, so fun. Co- and we're not quite done yet, believe oh. it or not. But I think that's a great conversation piece about elderly because, you know, yes. it's a growing part of the population, yeah. right? It's a huge, in fact, my daughter, well, you know, all my kids, yes. you know, and Mariam, she's so cute, my oldest. She thinks that we should open up a holistic um, retirement center. She's right. <laughs> she's right. With naturopaths right. and meditation right. and massage and, and good food. Organic food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She was trying to see if her dad could uh, be cooking the Persian food, but she kind of feels like um, by the time she's done creating this, that he and I would be have separate rooms in the nursing home. She's been making jokes about it, which is really quite cute. Um, but it is a serious issue. Right. Right. Because the population is growing. And um, and we're using more and more drugs to uh, fill in the gaps when we don't know. And those drugs do have serious side effects. And I'm not against drugs. Hey, I can right. prescribe them, and I do. Right. But Prilosec, please. Right. You know, it. you're doing the exact opposite of what you want to be doing. You want to be increasing your absorption for your nutrients, not cutting it off. Mm-hmm. It's just... So that's what Prilosec actually does, yes. is it reduces the... Stomach acid. Because of the stomach acid, because mm-hmm. it reduces that. Mm-hmm. And so then plant enzymes don't do that. They just add into they the... support. They support the digestive mm-hmm. process. Yes. Yeah, because I, I should own stock in digestive enzymes. I've been on them for years and really, really love them. And so yeah. how did you know that you needed to be on them? Because I had stomach pain, you know, uh-huh. while I was eating food. You know, and certainly bloating, gas, all of those things. And yeah. sometimes just taking a good digestive aid yeah. helps. Oh, right? totally. Yeah. But you have to take it with food. Yeah, you do. And, yeah. and in fact, it, some of the bottles actually say to take it before, but I always take it with meals. Yeah, yeah. What I do is I'll do a stool analysis on a mm. patient and look and see. You can find out a lot of information from it in terms of digestion, absorption, how much stomach acid is present. Mm. You can look and see if there's any bacteria or not enough um, good bacteria. So it's it's a really helpful way to look immunologically at what's going on with a person. Oh, very interesting yeah. because in conventional medicine, it's mostly di- a diagnostic tool for parasites. Right. But you use it for just the whole gamut. For general. It's called, ah. yeah, it's a comprehensive um, digestive stool analysis. Ah. Yeah. And then you can add parasite on if you want. A lot of people have parasites right. and don't know it. Right. It's a common problem. Yeah. yeah. Especially with sushi. You know, did you think? I do, unfortunately. <laughs> do you like sushi? Well, not anymore because I stopped <laughs> eating the rice and lost 20 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Oh, just yeah. from not eating rice. Well, and you look just... gorgeous, oh, by honey. the way. You look really Thank pretty. You, you look beautiful. Good. Yeah, I can't eat sushi. Yeah, I bet you do. You yeah. look great. Yeah. I can't eat sushi because of taking microbiology. I mean, I know what is potentially inside that right. food, and right. so I just can't eat it. Right. Um, but Not know, even shrimp? No, I do. I, I'll eat cold shrimp. Okay. Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah, but not every day. Just, you know, because I and love that shrimp. that, I think, is really helpful. Um, and I do tell people, everything in moderation, mm-hmm. including moderation, <laughs> okay? And you could have whatever it is, but not a lot of it. Right. So yeah. you wouldn't do it every day. Right, right. 
So I have a, I think that we're, we're making this big change, obviously, in the world in many, many ways, right? Which oh, is not unusual, right? Because right? we've been changing all along, but now we're a little bit more conscious of it. And I actually think that families are going to start cohabitating together in ways that they never have before, which also makes me think that in the next 10 years, maybe sooner, we're even going to have the elderly in our homes um, like we used to. I love that. You do? I do. Oh, it makes me so nervous. Really? Yeah, they're going to fall down or something. You know, it makes me nervous. Oh, but we're all going to be there for each other. That's <laughs> okay, good point. It's, we live in, in um, they live in villages and then in compounds in the villages. Right. I see that happening. I see that we're just coming more and more because together. Because we have to? I don't really know for sure. I think maybe we're learning to tolerate each other better and to love one another and to realize that living so separately. It's not healthy. It's not healthy and that we're lonely. And so I think that we're going to be coming closer together. And I like what you said about the elderly. It's okay if they fall down, we'll just pick them back up and, and and they'll be happy that someone they love will be picking them up. You know, honoring the elderly, I think Mm -hmm. we, we would see a lot less dementia. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think dementia comes from checking out and that comes from being lonely and not being honored and just feeling like, what's the point? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we can cure Alzheimer's. If we care for our elderly rather than, you know, facilities, perhaps. I so. Wow. I think that's fantastic. In, in our in our nursing home that we have mm-hmm. for each other in our compound, can we have a big like... Um, oh, so we're going to be in a compound together? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would like to have a big um, one of those lights, you know, because... Oh, um, the ones that you have in your yeah, office. you need the, a big light because... For Seattle. If yeah. we live in Seattle, <laughs> we're going to do it. I bet it will be in Seattle because Seattle... Yeah. Is really leads the country. Yeah, I, I love it here. I absolutely love it here. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely do. Okay, so you and I are going to live in a compound, and that means Stephen, my kids, my ex-husband, everybody's going to be in this compound. And the cats. And the cats. Oh, yeah. I don't know what generation of cats we're going to be on, but you know. Oh, don't think about that. <laughs> but all of this isn't a waste of time. All this is important right. because people can really appreciate the importance of love and of connection. Right. And that's part of health. That's right. part of life. It's part of evolution. Right. So in this, in these compound formulas, you know, because I'm, I'm really kind of glued to this elderly, okay. you know, expansion here. Um, that means that someone's got to be home, you know, and nobody wants to be the wife these days. Everybody wants a wife. So I don't know how we're going to manage all this. I'll be your wife. You will? Of course. But you have a private practice. But not when I'm 70. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're a workaholic. I don't know. Oh, jeez. So next. Eric, will you take care of us? Sure. Why not? Okay, (laughs) great. There we go. Eric will be our wife. He can just do the show from the compound. I do (laughs) like to cook. I do. Yeah, she actually you do. And I hate it. So you can cook. I'll clean up the kitchen. Eric will make sure everything's fine. He'll put out the fires. Okay. That sounds perfect. She just won't cook any sushi. Is that it? No sushi in our house. I love sushi, by the way. (laughs) Deep fried sushi. Well, deep fried is different. Yeah, that's the kind of sushi I like. That's my favorite Eric, you are so funny. Have you noticed he's getting funnier? Breaded. Breaded and deep fried. That's you won't, have, you won't have any me. parasites. There will be no, no parasites. No, no. Yeah, it's just maybe sushi. some little stores of gluten here and there exactly. in the intestinal tract, but absolutely no parasites. Right. I love that. On Thursday, we're going to have um, Christopher Renstrom. You know I've talked to him oh, about yes, you. yes, yes, Because he's one of my favorite yes. astrologers, yes. right? So he's going to be... next Thursday? Next Thursday. Okay. He's going to be on the show. I, good, I'll be listening. Will you? Maybe you'll call Can in. Call? Could you? Because I, I think it would be great. For... Can I give him my... Um, yeah. My, really? Yeah, so, so what you'll do is you'll call in... This 
is what everyone gets to do next week. You call in Alyssa, my assistant will answer the phone. Hi, Alyssa. And she'll take down your birth information. And then Christopher will do a little mini reading or answer a question that you have. Can you jumpstart and call before the show? Well, no, we're not really. Well, you you can try, but you know, Dr. Pat's right before us. So we're just doing like a sandwich spread. She runs out, we run in, and that's basically how it happens. So what's the phone number, please? Eric, what's that phone number again? For people to call into the show? Yeah. 425 Three seven three five five two seven, and that's for next week, not for now, because we're right. about to go. Yes, oh, we've got thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Thank you, Sheila. I just loved having you again on the show. And now I'm going to be thinking about Eric Sushi, deep fried and breaded. I'm going to be thinking about the compound. Oh, okay, I'm going think- to be thinking about the sandwich thread that we're doing. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It's like one in, one out. It's pretty it's pretty sandwiched. Whip. It is like Miracle Whip. It truly is. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor to do this, and, of course, to have beautiful people like you on the show, Thank Sheila. You, you're welcome. And until next week, joyful blessings. Bye-bye.